Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day, and we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. We're taking a short break from our study of Revelation to look at an important topic for Christians, understanding your Bible. We'll consider some prerequisites for studying Scripture, as well as highlight some very practical ways to ensure our time in the Word is all that it can be. Now, let's join Kurt. Second uh, Timothy chapter 2 tonight uh, will be a verse that we'll begin with, and then we're going to uh, we're going to jump around a little bit tonight, look at a number of different verses, uh, but this will kind of be our theme verse for a few weeks, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, uh, 2 Timothy 2, 15, and if you're a young person uh, or an old person for that matter, uh, this would be a good verse to memorize. This would be a great verse just to memorize about your own commitment to God's word. The Bible says study. And the word study isn't what we would use the word study to mean today. Study means make every effort. Be urgent about this. This this is of utmost importance. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And so when the Bible Bible talks about our commitment to the Bible, uh, our commitment to the word of God and studying it, it really brings in a, uh, a motivation that maybe you don't think about often. And that is that one day, you and I will stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. We understand that as believers. And I want to stand before the Lord Jesus Christ and, and, and not be disapproved. You know, that was a fear of the Apostle Paul. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway adakamas, a disapproved of God. We don't want to be disapproved. We want to be approved. Uh, and the Bible says we ought to make every effort, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman. Boy, that's a word. A workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In other words, when it comes to uh, studying the Bible, when it comes to learning the Word of God, when it comes to what we're doing over the next few Sunday nights, uh, God says this is going to be work. If you expect to grow in grace and to understand the Word of God by having a little five-minute devotional every day, reading a little story and, and maybe a little portion of one verse, listen, that, that's, that's, that's the equivalent of, of whipped cream. No, we, we need to be people of the book. You know, at Faith Baptist Church, we need to be people that love the Bible, uh, that delve into the Bible, that want to know the Bible, uh, that become students of the Bible. We need to be people that embody 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 15, where the Bible says, sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that's in you with meekness and fear. In other words, we ought to have the kind of attention and study of the Word of God that when people ask us questions, it doesn't bother us. When we live in this increasingly non-Christian culture, and people ask questions about, well, why do you believe that? And why do you, we ought to be able to, in measured tones, be able to say, well, the Bible says this. Well, let's turn to this passage and not get worked up about it, but know what we believe and why we believe it. 
That's only going to be the product of people that learn how to dig deeper into the Word of God. So over the next few weeks, and it'll probably probably be more than four, but over the next few weeks, we'll talk about what does it mean to dig deeper into the Word of God. The format you just saw tonight, we'll sing a couple songs. I love that. Worship together. We'll get right to it. So it's, it's, it's 5, 11. I've been up for three or four minutes already. By eight, nine minutes after five, we're going to be up studying the Bible on, on Sunday nights. And we're going to make a big deal about it. So I want you to come ready. I want you to come, you know, with your Bible open and, and a pen in your, in your hand. And be willing to take some notes. And let's, 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 let's let God teach us on these Sunday nights how to be mature believers in Jesus Christ. And so you have an outline in front of you. The title of your outline uh, is Qualifications for Understanding the Bible. You, you understand that not just anybody can understand the Bible. Maybe uh, some of you would testify, and we won't take testimonies, but some of you might testify uh, before you were saved. Maybe you would pick up the Bible and start to read it and say, I just don't understand that. Or maybe you've been with coworkers or you've talked to loved ones that don't know the Lord and they say, well, I just don't get the Bible. I try to read the Bible, I just don't get it. Maybe even you would say that. Maybe, you'd, maybe one of the reasons you're here tonight is because you'd say, you know, Pastor Skelly, to be honest, and I wouldn't admit this to anybody, but, uh, uh, but to be honest with myself, I'd have to say, I really don't read the Bible. Maybe there are some like that in the room tonight. I really have never had a consistent time in the Bible. I try to read the Bible. I appreciate when I go to Sunday school class and my Sunday school teacher explains it. And well, I appreciate when I come to church and Pastor Scott, you'll preach a passage and, and I'll say, boy, you know, how did he get that out of that? I see it, but I, I didn't see it when I read it. You know, where does that come from? How do people understand that? Is it just that certain people understand the Bible or certain people are just gifted and, and getting interpretation out of the Bible? Is that what it is? No, I, I believe that God wants every believer to be able to consistently read understand and interpret correctly the Word of God. I believe that. And, and yet, uh, uh, many don't. Why? I think the major reason why is what we're going to cover tonight. I think the major reason why people don't understand the Bible, and we're going to spend weeks talking about strategies and, and, and how to do it and, and context, and, and we're going to go through all of it. But I think tonight's lesson is going to answer that question better than any lesson. Why don't people understand the Bible? Why? Why do I read my Bible and it's just kind of like gobbledygook to me? Why? Why don't people understand the Word of God? Uh, I believe it's because they don't meet the qualifications for understanding the Bible. There are qualifications, at least five, we'll talk about tonight, at least five qualifications that I see that one that must be true in someone's life in order for them to understand the Word of God. So we'll just list them tonight. Five qualifications for understanding the Bible. So you have your outline in front of you. Look at the introduction, if you would. So hermeneutics, that's a big word. And I don't want you to get, I don't want you to get uh, nervous about uh, some of the words we're going to use. They're really, they're really not words that we ought to be afraid of. Hermeneutics is the science and art of interpreting a given book. So when we talk about hermeneutics, it just means how to interpret. Maybe some of you back in the day in English class in high school took Shakespeare. I hated Shakespeare. I hated taking Shakespeare. I didn't understand a thing. Worse than Shakespeare. Okay, who needs an outline? We got some extras. We just printed some. Okay? A couple down front. Just raise your hand. Got, why don't you just make your way at the beginning. Go by each row. If you need one, they'll come by your row. We've got uh, plenty for you. Got some up in the balcony as well. Okay, awesome. 
Okay, while they're doing that, uh, we'll keep on talking. So hermeneutics is simply uh, the art of interpreting a book uh, in its context. So notice, again, your introduction. So hermeneutics is the science and art of interpreting a given book. Certain principles exist. Certain rules apply to the interpretation and understanding of the Bible. These rules define biblical hermeneutics. So what we're going to talk about for the next five or six weeks, or maybe longer, we're going to talk about what are the rules? What, what's the criteria by which we understand the Word of God? Or do we just kind of adopt this, this new uh, idea of, you know, the Bible speaks to all of us in different ways. You know, and what that verse really means to me, you understand how dangerous that is? That's not Bible interpretation, that's mysticism. And a lot of people use the Bible in a mystical way. They say, well, what this verse really means to me, how this verse really spoke to me, and we do that sometimes even in our Baptist circles. I've heard people say, you know, I was really praying about where God wanted me to minister, and, and I was reading in the, in the Old Testament, and, and the, I was reading this verse that said, you know, go south, and there shalt thou, whatever, and, and I just knew God was speaking to me saying, I, I need to go south. Listen, that is not Bible interpretation. That's not the way you understand your Bible. If you're going to look at the Bible that way, you can make the Bible say whatever you want the Bible to say. So we're, we're not, we, don't, we don't want to make the Bible say something other than what it says. The Bible, any given passage of Scripture, has one interpretation. It's to, and we're going to learn that. We're going to learn how do you determine what that interpretation is. And then uh, there are applications made based upon that interpretation. But there aren't many interpretations. And so we'll learn what, what is the science of Bible study. Biblical hermeneutics is really what we're going to be studying. So because the, back to your outline, because the Bible is unlike any other book, and because it, it, it is in essence a spiritual book of revelation from God, Particular qualifications are required uh, for the would-be student. There are certain things that must be true about you. Okay, You're a teenager here tonight. Thanks for coming. You can understand the Bible, but these things must be true about you. You're a new believer here tonight. Maybe you've been saved for only a, a period of months. That doesn't mean that you can't understand, that you're exempt from understanding the Bible. You can understand the Bible, but these qualifications must be in place. You say, Pastor Skelly, I've, I've been saved for... 40 years, but if these qualifications aren't in place, maybe this is the reason why for 40 years you have felt like a, a second-class Christian not understanding your Bible. Maybe you're not meeting the qualifications. So let's talk about what qualifications exist that must be uh, in place in order for me to understand the Bible the way God wants me to understand his word. These qualifications are indispensable. In other words, you can't do away with them. You've got to have them. If a person desires to understand God's unique revelation. Okay, so in order to understand the Bible, we must possess these qualifications. Let's jump into them. I'm going to give you five tonight. These qualifications must be evident in a person's life in order for you to understand the Bible. Number one, salvation. Salvation. The unsaved man simply cannot. He is utterly incapable the unsaved man simply cannot understand the Bible. That's not to say that smart people can't read the Bible. 
That's not to say that insofar the Bible is history, that some unsaved man can't read it and know that, okay, the Jews went here, then they went here, and this person did that, that was this king, and this happened in this year. You know, anybody can read that. You know, the Bible is literature. People can read the Bible and understand what the words say. They can understand, but as far as the meaning that God wants us to have and receiving the spiritual truth that is, is, uh, is the essence of what the Word of God is, that communication from God to man, the unsaved person is not going to understand the Word of God. And so what I would say is this, if you're not a child of God, if you don't have a clear testimony of faith in Jesus Christ, then you are already behind. You're already exempt from being able to understand the Bible the way God wants to reveal the Bible in your life because the unsaved man simply cannot understand the Bible. The unsaved man is dead to spiritual truth, dead in trespasses and sin. The unsaved man is dead to spiritual truth. He's not alive unto God. There's no spiritual capacity by which to understand a book. The Bible is a spiritual book. This is not like uh, you know, the tale of two cities. This is not like some Shakespearean sonnet. Uh, this is not like the, the Iliad or the Odyssey or some classic. The Bible is unlike any other book that's ever been written. This is a divine revelation from God to man. The words that I speak unto you, Jesus said, they are spirit. And they are life. And that's why when Jesus spoke in John 6, people didn't understand because they're to be spiritually discerned, spiritually understood. The Bible is a spiritual book, and if we're not saved, we're not going to understand the revelation of God to man. Satan is engaged in a spiritual warfare of deception and confusion. Again, we're following right along our outline, so stay, stay with me tonight. Satan is engaged in a spiritual warfare of deception and confusion. Well, if one person knows the Bible is the Word of God, it's Satan. If one entity knows the Bible is the Word of God, it's the devil himself. Do you think maybe that's the reason why when the devil had an opportunity to interact with mankind, in his very first interaction, he caused dispersion on the Word of God? His very first interaction. Yea, hath God said, question mark. And the devil loves to put a question mark where God puts a period. The devil loves to question the veracity of God's word. You know, it's been said, it's been said, you know, that God will bear up his, he tempts Jesus. The devil knows the Bible. He wants to misquote the Bible. He wants to question the Bible. He does not want to underscore the veracity of the Bible. No, he wants to cause deception and confusion about the Bible. His aim includes, here it is, separating men from an understanding of the word of God. That's the devil's aim. His aim is to separate men from understanding the Word of God. He does not want the Bible and it's, it, it, the seed of the Word of God to attach to the heart of man. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.